WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Emily Crawford. It's Tuesday, November 17, 2020. Drug company Moderna has announced news of a potentially viable vaccine this week. Here to report more is WPGU's Tara Mobasher. Biotech company Moderna Incorporated stated on Monday that the preliminary data on its experimental COVID-19 vaccine shows it to be 94.5% effective in preventing contraction of the virus, making it the second COVID-19 vaccine that appears to be highly effective. News of Pfizer's experimental vaccine being more than 90% effective was released last week. The Moderna study consisted of 30,000 volunteers, half of which were given two doses of the vaccine 28 days apart, while the other received a placebo. Results yielded 95 total cases of COVID-19, with five being a part of the vaccinated group. Side effects for the vaccine were reported as pain during injection, fatigue, and aching joints and muscles. Because of its seeming success, Moderna will file their results with the FDA for authorization of usage of the vaccine during emergencies. The company stated on Monday that they intend to ship about 20 million doses in the United States by the end of 2020 and make 500 million to 1 billion vaccine doses worldwide within the next year. With WPGU News, this is Tara Mobasher. The crew commander of the recent SpaceX flight, which docked on the International Space Station late last night, is a graduate from the University of Illinois. Mike Hopkins is an Air Force colonel and former space station resident who played football for the University of Illinois while studying aerospace engineering and eventually became an astronaut in 2009. The alum has previous experience about the space station from his Soyuz spacecraft flight in 2013, making him a qualified fit for the role of commander on his four-person team. This launch marked the second crewed mission of the SpaceX Crew Dragon spacecraft, and the astronauts in Crew-1 opted to name their capsule for this mission, Resilience. The goal for this mission is to set up a ferry to the ISS for long-duration stays, such as the planned six-month expedition led by Mike Hopkins. Counties across Illinois continue to struggle with rising coronavirus cases. Here to report more is WPGU's Tori Gelman. Stay-at-home orders have been reissued in Cook County and the city of Chicago following extreme spikes in coronavirus cases. According to the Illinois Department of Public Health, Monday marked the 11th consecutive day of over 10,000 confirmed COVID cases in the state of Illinois. The number of tests performed, the average positivity rating, and the number of hospitalizations in Illinois have all reached their highest numbers since the onset of the virus back in March. Approximately a fifth of Illinois residents currently hospitalized due to COVID-19 are in intensive care. Chicago's new precautionary recommendations to the public include avoiding all non-essential out-of-state travel, continuing to wear face coverings as much as possible, and only leaving the home to perform essential tasks, such as going to work or grocery shopping. Governor J.B. Pritzker has expressed his concerns regarding the virus and the upcoming Thanksgiving holiday, and has warned of another statewide stay-at-home order to combat the ever-rising numbers of positive COVID cases. From WPGU News, I'm Tori Gelman. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu announced on Monday that he will be speaking to Joe Biden formally within the next few days, which will mark the first time since the election that the two leaders communicate in an official capacity. In his remarks, Netanyahu acknowledged Biden's imminent inauguration, but has refused to state explicitly that Biden has won the election, as right-wing officials, led by the president, 
continue to assert that the election was illegitimate and that the Biden campaign engaged in voter fraud. Though there is currently no evidence to support these claims, the Trump campaign has refused to concede and continues to block Biden's transition team from accessing necessary resources to prepare the incoming administration to assume control of the federal government. The Chicago Bears lost their fourth game in a row to division rival Minnesota Vikings 19-13 last night. The offense showed flashes of promise in the rushing game in the first half, but fell off into the third quarter. Corderell Patterson opened up the third quarter by returning the opening kickoff 104 yards for a touchdown, pushing the Bears into a lead 13-7. Once again, the offense did not score any points on their own in the third quarter. The defense was stellar all game long and held Davin Cook to under 30 yards for the first half. On the final drive of the game, Nick Foles was injured and carried off the field on the cart. Third-string quarterback Tyler Bray came in for the remaining 50 seconds. Chicago fell short and will now head into their bye week 5-5. That's all for today. From WPGU News, I'm Emily Crawford.